everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Macy, and this is Bianca. Hello! Hello. In this episode, we're talking about minutes 31 and 32 of Toy Story, and I'm so excited to talk about this scene. (laughs) I'm excited, too. This is one of my favorite scenes leading up to, like, my most favorite scene. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, we don't get to talk about the best part of this scene yet. We don't get to talk about that for, I guess, a week. Yeah. But but this part is really good, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, do we just want to start? Yeah, let's just dive right in. Okay. These two minutes start off with Rex finishing his line from the last clip, saying, There aren't any more. That's the whole barrel. Rex throws the empty monkey barrel aside, walks up to the edge of the window, and yells, Buzz, the monkeys aren't working. We're formulating another plan. Stay calm. Slinky starts to pull the monkeys back up and Rex says where could he be (laughs) I was thinking about this and I remembered um the beginning of Toy Story 4 Mm -hmm. when they do their operation pull toy oh yeah thing and I was wondering if maybe this was where the idea for that started probably using the monkeys and then they realize it's not long enough, so they add Slinky to it? Probably. Also, I'm thinking to myself, like, shouldn't they know how many monkeys are in the barrel and just kind of figure <laughs> that's not enough? <laughs> I mean, I think we've seen that these toys aren't always the brightest. They're not. I mean, and I'll, I'll give it to Especially them. Especially Rex. Toys. Rex. Yeah, I love Rex. <laughs> I also love when Rex is all like, Buzz, the monkeys aren't working. You see Lenny just shake his little head no. (laughs) And then he's like, we're formulating another plan. And he shakes his little head yes. Yes. I'm like, you're so cute, Lenny. I love you. (laughs) So I guess like they couldn't go outside and look for Buzz because maybe the door was locked. But now that I think about it, there was something I forgot to mention in the last episode. Okay. And that's that. When Andy leaves the house, he doesn't lock the door. Oh, gosh, that's right. He just closes the door. Unless it's one of the ones that you, like, twist the lock and close it. So oh, it's locked. Maybe. maybe. Maybe he locked it from the inside. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I guess I guess the toys can't just, like, go out to the yard to look for Buzz. Yeah, I mean, first or of like, all, they'd see the door, like, the neighbors would see the door opening and seeing tiny little toys come out. I would call the cops. Well, they don't see the toys looking out the window and, like, lowering the monkeys down there, That's so I don't true, know. man. These neighbors are not vigilant. I would not want to live in this neighborhood because my house will get robbed. And Rex is, like, yelling, stay calm, Buzz, we're formulating another plant. Nobody hears him. I know. Man, what's up with these neighbors? (laughs) Maybe they've just learned to not give a care because Sid is crazy. I don't know. I mean, they probably all have... I mean, they they probably all got toys in their house, too, doing the same stuff, so... Probably. Man, living in Toy Story universe, I don't even know how that is for an adult. It's terrifying, for sure. Do you oh, think man. that people in toys in the Toy Story universe believe in ghosts more because they see things moving around 
in places where they shouldn't be. I know. I sure would. Shoot. I'd be all like, you know what? My house is haunted. I'm moving like Andy's family. (laughs) I move. The same stuff happens. And I'm just like, oh, the ghost followed me. (laughs) (laughs) And why didn't they like find a down, like at least go downstairs and find a window? Well, maybe there's not a window down there. Maybe they'd use the doggy door. They don't door. have a dog well, no, yet. They don't have the dog yet. I mean, there That's might still right. be a doggy door, but I don't know if there's... Maybe, maybe they can't... Maybe the downstairs windows are locked or something. hmm I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you would think that they'd figure out a way after, like, the years that they've been there. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like they, they would have tried to... Th- they should have tried to think of a more efficient way or a better way to get buzz they could they could have gone to the they could have gone to a downstairs window assuming it wasn't locked and maybe that maybe i mean the monkey still wouldn't have been long enough but the monkeys would not have i feel like maybe they um rely on woody a lot for their plans woody has all the public enemy Woody has all the brain cells Yes, Woody is the sole keeper of the one brain cell between all of them. But then that makes me wonder, I mean, Bo was part of this plan, too. Like, she's the one holding the monkeys on her crook. And she's smart. Exactly. So she would have, she should have at least been like, okay, guys, here's the plan. But I guess not. Maybe because they're all distraught that Buzz fell. So they're like, oh, gosh, we got to come up. With something quick and their adrenaline rushing. Do toys have adrenaline? It seems like it. I feel like they do have a whole, you know, body system going on. I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and say that they have adrenaline rushes. <laughs> Maybe Bo was just kind of like just playing along with them, even though she knew it wouldn't work. Or she's just like, I don't know what else to try. Maybe. <laughs> Exactly. She's like, don't look at me. I just take care of sheep. So she <laughs> she decided to help that way. I don't know. I don't know. We spent a lot of this Gosh, podcast it, just man. wondering about Bo. Speculating. <laughs> well, specifically speculating <laughs> about Bo. This is true. I mean, because we got to have some type of content for I her. I mean, she's got her own movie <laughs> now, but as as far as as this movie. Back in the day. I want to know what she's thinking. (laughs) Exactly. I want to know everything that led up to Toy Story 4. Mm -hmm. Besides the montage that they give us in Toy Story 4. And like all the flashbacks and everything. Yeah. Well, that was our weekly talk about Toy Story 4. (laughs) We were (laughs) just talking about... I can't remember if we if it was in our last episode or if it was when we weren't recording, but we were just talking about how we, for some reason, we talk about Toy Story 4 in every single episode almost. <laughs> we do. I think it was. I don't know if you're going to edit it out or just leave it in there, but I do think we talked while we were recording. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we literally just recorded it, so who knows if I'm if it was edited out or not. At 11 seconds, in the next shot, we see a rotating gas station sign with a picture of a dinosaur and the word Dynaco on it. 
Andy's mom's van pulls into the gas station, and Andy asks if he can help pump the gas. Mom says, yeah, I'll even let you drive. And Andy says, yeah. And mom says, yeah, when you're 16. And they both laugh as they leave the car. So that's pretty cute. I like Andy's laugh. He (laughs) sounds funny. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Yeah. I think the the relationship between Andy and his mom is so cute. I, I I do like that. I like that they're both like like she's a single mom, so she has to take care of her kids, but she's not just like ordering him around mm-hmm. or anything. She's actually trying to have fun with him. They seem like they have a good relationship. Yeah, I do like that. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. I like the Di- the Dynaco logo. And it's like, it's in the shape of the egg, of a dinosaur egg. Yes, it's really cute. And they, they also used Dinoco in the Cars movies, too. Oh, that's right, they did. I like that. That's the, the team, the Dinoco team is the one that's, what's his name, the blue, the old blue race car, Strip, is that his name? Strip Weathers? Something. I haven't seen Cars in such a long time. I haven't either, and frankly, I'm surprised I remembered that name. <laughs> but I know I too much like... I know too much about Cars. <laughs> about the Cars oh, the gosh. movies, not actual Cars. I know nothing about actual Cars. <laughs> I like that they use the dinosaur, though, to kind of make it like the Sinclair gas stations yeah. with the dinosaur. I think that's really cute to make it like, oh, yeah, it's kind of similar to our real life universe, but it's their version. Of yeah. It. And then Dinoco kind of sounds like Conoco. Yeah. That's really cute. I remember going, uh, I was visiting my friend in Minnesota and we drove by a Sinclair and the dinosaur statue that they had outside was... um dressed in a little luau <laughs> outfit he had his little lay and they put a grass skirt around the dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> that's funny it was great oh i was very confused why they just straight up went inside as a person who always pays at the pump and only goes in inside gas station convenience stores to like get snacks or go to the restroom i was like why are they going inside and then i realized this is 1995 and pay at the pump wasn't (laughs) why wasn't like in every store yet (laughs) right they actually had to go in and that's what i thought too at first i was all like they're right there (laughs) pumping the gas the entire time paying there and then i remembered oh yeah 1995 but then (laughs) when they get back in the car you never see them actually pump the gas they go inside and pay for it. That's true. And they don't actually pump any gas. They're just like, here, take our money. We actually have a full tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, now that I think about it, that that's true. They get out. Also, why did they leave their car door open? That too. Andy also, did left they his take the open. baby? I, I assume they I did. Know. I hope so. And then they leave so fast because Andy gets in the car. And the mom, if she has a baby. She didn't take the time to strap her in. (laughs) And then Andy just runs in and the car is pretty much already on. And 
I don't know. That's a little sus. <laughs> but I'm like, when did they, they never got their gas. And I had never thought about that or noticed it until watching, watching this clip for this episode. Watching the clip. I know it's, hmm. Either that or. Or they just. Mom. Well, maybe they just went inside. Well, they're going to go eat. So they're probably not getting snacks or anything. And I'm assume, assuming that it's like a short drive to Pizza Planet. So I don't know why they would need to use the gas station bathroom. I know. <laughs> maybe it was like the mom. Pumping the gas, but she made Andy go pay. But then she would but be there the while they're like fighting. I know, and she'd hear them in the back and you seat would, having a conversation. And you'd probably see her. I don't know. It doesn't make hmm. any sense. Like a lot it's of things. It's like they in this just movie. vaporized for a second and then they came back and then they're like, okay, that's how you get gas and they leave. They're like, we. We're just leaving the car for a few minutes so Woody and Buzz can can fight and then we'll be back. I know. Maybe they know that they're alive and they're like, okay, these toys are having a little spat. Let's just leave them be. And then they come back and they're like, okay, toys, time to leave. Also, how I just thought about this. How, when they got out of the car, how did they not notice Buzz on top? Exactly. Buzz was on top of the car. And they had their, okay, so there's so many things going on. <laughs> the door is open. The baby's potentially still inside the car because they never took her out. I think the I think they probably took her out. The sunroof is up. Yeah, the sunroof is open, too. They're just asking and for then, their car to get stolen at this point. Exactly. I'm like, did you leave the keys in the car, too? Because as soon as Andy jumps in, it drives <laughs> off. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Maybe mom was doing a drug deal. We don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. What if that was happening? And she's like, Andy, get get your sister. You have to go in the store. And she goes and does a drug deal. <laughs> That's how they're able to, how she's, as like a single mom, able to afford their nice house that they have this at the end true. of the movie. <laughs> she's probably like a plug, and that's why she's like, okay, we're going to Pizza Planet, but also secretly I gotta go run an errand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was why she, she suggested going to Pizza Planet. Probably. She just got paid, and she's all like, hey... Well, or because she need she needed an excuse to get out of the house to go do this drug deal. <laughs> oh, true. Oh gosh, this mom, we've turned her into a plug. We were just talking about <laughs> how much we liked her. <laughs> I know, and then we're just like, and she's resorted to drugs. <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh. This is why you keep me on the podcast. <laughs> Well, anyway, <laughs> at 28 seconds, Woody waits until they've left the car to come to life and puts his hand over his forehead and says, oh, great. How am I going to convince those guys it was an accident? He stares up at the open sunroof above him and Buzz suddenly appears over the side. Surprised, Woody exclaims, Buzz, and Buzz lets himself fall into the car. 
Woody sits up and yells, Buzz, ha, you're alive. But Buzz just stares at him angrily with a smashed fly on his helmet. (laughs) Woody says, I'm saved. I'm saved. Andy will find you here. He'll take us back to the room. And then you can tell everyone that it it was all just a big mistake. He pulls the fly away and wipes the gunk off of Buzz's helmet with his sleeve. He gives a fake smile and he says, huh, right, buddy? But Buzz isn't having any of it. He says, I just want you to know that even though you tried to terminate me, revenge is not an idea we promote on my planet. What he says, oh, well, that's good. Buzz leans in and says, but we're not on my planet. Then he pulls Woody's head against his helmet and says, are we? And Woody responds with, no. I love how Buzz is just so done with Woody at this point. (laughs) I mean, I don't blame him. When he's been treating like crap for days. Yes, he's finally realizing, like, okay, this guy's a jerk. And he pushed him, (laughs) I mean, accident or not, he pushed him out the window. That is a pretty big accident, though. I mean, like, if it was just an accident, that's a pretty bad accident. Well, and I mean, he was still trying to get him behind the desk, which isn't great either. He had malicious intent, Mm -hmm. in other words, so it wasn't, like... A complete accident, like, oh, I tripped and fell on RC's thing, and it just went, but... And going back to what we talked about at the end of the last episode, about um, how the toys thought Buzz might be dead, even Buzz says, you tried to terminate me. I know, he thinks that he almost died, too. <laughs> I mean, with Buzz, it makes more they... sense, because he thinks he's a human... Yeah, I think that they might think maybe because of their small size, something that dramatic is very dangerous. I mean, it is dangerous, but life-threatening maybe. And I mean, for some toys, that would be really bad. Like if Bo fell from a high, like a window or something like that. She would... She would be ended immediately. Even if she fell off the desk, that wouldn't be good for yeah. her. So I can see how toys would be like, oh, yeah, no, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I like the way that Buzz is so graceful when he falls from the sunroof. He, like, does a flip. I know, he just kind of does a little <laughs> flip, and he's like, ha. Ah. And the music is like, da 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 I know. I'm like, Dang. When did you become Sailor Moon? (laughs) (laughs) Gracefully floating. So that fly has always bothered me just because it's so, it's it's just gross. It's rather large. I mean. Even for a toy, like from a human perspective, that's a pretty big bug. I've seen some pretty big flies before, so. Ugh, horse flies are disgusting. (laughs) I one time, not to be gross, you can edit this out. When I was in art class, there was a horsefly flying around bothering me and my friend. And we were like, okay, we got to kill this bug. So here I am with my giant uh, newsprint paper. And as soon as it lands, it lands on her bag. I smash it as hard as I could. And of course, she just has a smashed bug on her <laughs> bag. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like Woody, he wipes off the gunk with his sleeve. But like, 
for him, his sleeve is just his arm. Like that's, that's just gonna be always on him. bothered me. Yes. <laughs> that's gross. That has always bothered me, even since I was five, because that is like, like you said, his arm, but also he's fabric. So that's going to sink into the fabric and he's just going to have gross bug juice on his arm. Man, I would not want to be a fabric toy and like just be like absorb all of the, all of the gross things around me. Exactly. Especially if you're like a beloved teddy bear and the kid has a cold and they're coughing and sneezing. Oh, man. And you're there being their comfort item. You're just like, I want to go into the washing machine now. (laughs) (laughs) And Woody, he can probably only be spot cleaned because he's got his voice box inside. Yeah, that wouldn't be ideal for him to go into the washing machine. And I don't know with his I plastic feel like also parts because he's either. A, yeah, also because he's vintage. Yeah, I feel like that's not that good. would just that that would just make his his seams more. It it would make his thread more bare, I guess. His thread yeah, thin like out, frayed yeah. and stuff. Not good for a toy like him. Mm-mm. Also, what bothers me. Instead of talking about Toy Story 4, <laughs> going to Toy Story 3, and you oh, can edit this out as well. I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> when they wash themselves <laughs> with the water hose, yes. it makes me so mad. They're spraying <laughs> water all over Buzz, who has, like, electronic components. Exactly. And it's not going to wash off the trash <laughs> that they were just in. It's we're just all the making germs. the trash Yes, it's just making you gooey on them. I'm like, that's disgusting. Y'all should have been incinerated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And, like, all that water is not going to completely dry, right? It's just going to get into all of his little nooks and crannies. Exactly. And they're getting all just soggy. (laughs) And then, like, Slink, he's going to get rusty. I don't, I don't like, like thinking about that. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I like Woody, Woody trying to suddenly act like they're best buddies or something. He's like, right, buddy? And he does that fake smile. <laughs> yeah, he's... I, I know... Because he can tell some Buzz people is mad like at that. <laughs> yes, and I know some people like that, where they treat you like dirt, and then as soon as something is not in their favor and they're going to get in trouble that's when they're like oh we're friends right I'm like no we're not he's like i feel like buzz so <laughs> like, yeah i need i need you so that when we get back to the room all the all the toys will believe me that it was an accident exactly and it's like no because you've been treating him like absolute garbage since he came out of the package of course he's not going to go with you <laughs> yeah and um, the way when Buzz pulls him up against his helmet and and he's like, but we're not on my planet, are we? And then Woody just like looks to the sign and he says, no, almost like, yeah, I guess we're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh, my gosh. He's like, you got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
Oh, gosh. Also, this whole thing is happening with the door wide open. I know. If another driver were to go on the other side, if it's one of those pumps that has two on each side. Yeah. They'd be able to see and hear this conversation. Also, can, like, the people inside the convenience store not, like, look out? I don't know. I don't know if there's, like, big windows inside that store, but can they not look out and see? I'm going to have to look and see what kind of of windows that store has. Oh, yeah, they've got, it's got some windows. I feel like most convenience stores have. Not large windows well i mean all i can see through the windows is like some shelves with stuff on them so maybe maybe oh, it's not okay. like where so someone just would have stuff see. up against because mm-hmm. it looks like the gas pumps are on like the side of the building and then the convenience store uh like the door to it would be on the front okay maybe i don't know because i don't see a door on the front of of the Dynaco store. Mm. That's so weird though, because usually. Oh, wait, now I'm well, looking. Okay, I'm looking at a different shot. Now I can see the door. Okay, so that is the gas pumps are the front of the store. Never mind. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't I don't know how I, people inside can't see what's going on. I feel like they probably would be able to see, especially if you're walking by and you just glance over. Well, maybe not if you glance over because you're just looking at the pumps. I mean, yeah. Or, but like, what about the employees who are just standing there working the catch register or whatever and just like looking out the window? Yeah. They don't have wondering when their shift will yeah. end. <laughs> I don't know. They'd probably see it. I know for sure that when I was sitting by a window at work, I was staring outside all the time and I saw so many things happen. <laughs> like crazy things too. Like I'd see all, well, cause where I work at the doctor's office right across the street is the, um, the hospital and that's where the emergency room was. So you can imagine all the crazy stuff I saw at the emergency room. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, moving on, at 1.10, Buzz tackles Woody and they fall out of the car and onto the ground. Buzz slams Woody into the pavement several times, but Woody manages to push him over and they roll under the car. Buzz kicks Woody into one of the car's tires. Woody gets up and says, okay, come on, you want a piece of me? But Buzz punches him in the face, causing his head to spin around. Woody stops his head from spinning and tackles Buzz, opens his helmet, and starts punching him in the face. Buzz closes his helmet on Woody's hand, and Woody screams and starts hitting Buzz in the chest instead. Buzz grabs Woody's neck and pins him to the ground, pulls his arms backwards, and puts his foot on his chest. They're interrupted when Andy, Molly, and Mom get back to the car. Woody gasps and says, Andy, and they watch in horror as the van drives away to Pizza Planet. There's a lot to talk about in that bit. There's a whole scene going on right here. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, let's talk about the whole Buzz is squeaky thing, because (laughs) this is the main focus of everything. Buzz is squeaky. (laughs) Why does his head squeak like that? 
I feel like that was maybe. Just for comedic effect, I guess. For comedic effect, because why would a toy be squeaky like that? He's supposed to be some big old like action hero and then action hero squeaky. Yeah, it's not like his head is like soft plastic, I don't think. Unless it's like, you know, Woody's head always looks like hard plastic, but then Toy Story 4, Dad steps on his head and his head deforms. That's true. Maybe these are... Maybe they're like plastic, but like rubber duck plastic, like vinyl. May well, I mean, I feel like what he is made out of his plastic parts are are actually vinyl. But I feel like it would be hard enough that he shouldn't be able, his head shouldn't be able to squeeze that much. Because yeah, the bowling ball falls like on his head later in the movie, and it doesn't do anything to his head. That's true. But anyway, back mm. to Buzz. Buzz's head. <laughs> I don't know why Buzz's head would be squeaky like that other than just to be funny. But I feel like all of the sound effects in this part are either they're either very funny or very violent. I know that punch that Buzz throws. I, yeah. I'm like, dang. Like they really went the sound designer really went like over the top with this one like in a in a good way i think it's just very it just like really stands out it is interesting because some of it is supposed to be like oh how cute little toys are fighting and then i guess from their perspective it's more dangerous kind of like when you see like in shows or cartoons where you see um like little ants or something fighting and from our perspective it you don't hear anything but then you go back to their perspective and it's like this big old like war going on and stuff yeah i think my favorite sound though is when they're rolling under the car and all of buzz's buttons on his chest are being pushed oh yeah that's pretty great that's like one of the most sounds ever i'm like okay Andy should have heard that. I mean, I understand they're at the store. Someone right now. should they're have heard that. Someone should have heard it. I mean, you would think that there's other people. They're not the only people getting gas right now. Someone should have heard what he's screaming when Buzz kicks him into the tire. Exactly. They should have heard so many things. They should have heard the conversation that they were having. They should have heard them fall to the ground. They should have heard all the buttons, Buzz's squeaky head, Woody's squeaky yelling. They should have heard one of my favorite sounds when when uh, Woody is is hitting Buzz in the chest and he goes, Buzz, 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 like you're to the rescue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that for sure, because you know that toys in the 90s were obnoxiously loud. Mm-hmm. I think even still, toys are pretty obnoxiously loud. Yeah. Like, I think Furbies, Furbies are loud. Oh, gosh. Furbies were, like, violently loud. I hate like, Furbies. Man. Not just because they're loud, but also because they're terrifying. Furbies were not my favorite. I feel like, out of the whole craze, I, too, was terrified of them, but not because of the way they looked. I was not even bothered by that. I was bothered by the fact that people were saying that they would talk at night. <laughs> yeah. That was terrifying to me. I was like, nope, I don't want anything to do with these dudes. 
I was just scared of any toys that moved and talked, funnily enough, despite loving Toy Story. <laughs> I didn't I like animatronic For me toys. Too. I was I was not a fan of toys like that, although oddly enough, I super loved my Toby the Terrier plush. It was a plush that would react to the videotapes that you would watch with it. Like, um... Kind of like a Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, that's what I was, I was except, trying to find the name. Yes, except he was a whole lot cuter than Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> he was a little terrier dog in his little bomber jacket. Oh, And on his collar was the sensor. So whenever you had him in front of the TV, there were certain lines that would um, get him to talk or react or certain scenes yeah. that would get him to talk and react. So that was fun. I wanted to talk about Woody's head spinning around <laughs> when Buzz punches him and how disturbing it is. It is. I never liked that. In the movies, when I first saw it as a child, I was like, oh, no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> and when at the end, when they're trying to scare Sid and he turns his head around all the way, it never creeped me out nearly as much as this does. Mainly because, you know, in that case, he's doing it on purpose, I think. I think so. I feel like and that somehow makes it less creepy, at least to watch. But then like this. Just spinning around and around <laughs> is really, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable and kind of disturbing to watch. I feel like that's not supposed to be for a toy. Like, you're not supposed to just freely have your head spin. Right. <laughs> it's, but yeah, like you said, like in the end, it's not as terrifying. I mean, yeah, for sure. If I were to see that in real life, like I'm playing with a toy and it just starts turning its head. I'm like, oh, time to exercise you. You know, what's funny though that I'm thinking about it is that Woody at any time has the ability to turn his head around all the way. You would think he would maybe do it more, but like why... Other than just having it not look creepy for us, the audience, like, <laughs> why Why wouldn't he just, like, turn his head completely around to look at something? I know. Is it, like, maybe it's uncomfortable for, for him? I don't know. Or maybe he realizes that it's creepy, so he doesn't do it. But then you would think the other toys wouldn't care, because they're just like, yeah, we're all toys. A lot of us can move our heads around. Maybe. I don't know. Like, Rex can probably move his head all the way around. Buzz, maybe. I think maybe. he does at one point. Um, I don't remember which movie. Maybe, oh, yeah. I don't know when it is either. But I'm pretty but sure I've seen him with his head backwards. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Whatever it was, I don't like, I don't like it in this scene. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> Also, Woody screaming ow when Buzz closes his helmet on his hand is another thing to add to the conversation about whether toys feel pain <laughs> to bring up something we haven't talked about in a while, I feel like. I know. I feel like 
with his hands being plastic, he should not feel that much pain. And also, if that's painful, how does he feel about the bowling ball falling on his head? <laughs> that's true. Also, also, how does Buzz's helmet close that hard? Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah, for but real. Also, like, how does Buzz's... There's no way Buzz's helmet closes that hard. Exactly. Because that would that be would dangerous be, for children. Exactly. That would be a recall for him. <laughs> Which wouldn't that, wasn't that supposed to be, I'm going off on a tangent again. I'm sorry. But wasn't that supposed to be the plot for Toy Story 3? Was it Toy Story yeah, 3? Toy Story 3 and the original version that Disney was maybe going to make on their own without Pixar being involved. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole ship other back story. To Taiwan or something. Yeah. And they were going to have to go save him. Which was but that's a whole that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that yeah, we're going to have to talk about that a little bit later because that I figure we'll talk about that when we get to Toy Story 3 in a couple of years. Yeah, I know. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> yep. Which gives us something to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny, too, that Buzz and Woody fight before they became become friends. And then in Toy Story 2... Woody gets into a fight with Jesse before they become friends. <laughs> I know. Is that just like a rite of passage for toys? Like you have to duke it out before you become friends? Or specifically with Woody. Yeah, Does specifically he... with Woody. I mean, you know, I if... feel like he just likes fighting. He's not very good at it. He's not. And then you think about it and like... The Toy Story short, the toys that time forgot, they were going to battle against the the battle sores or whatever they were called. Woody's a complete wimp in that one. He is, and his he weapon of choice Buzz. is always like a crayon. crayon. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? But I noticed, too, the the pose that Woody, or that Buzz puts Woody into right before the car drives off, where he's got like his foot... In his back, and he's like pulling his arms back. That's the same pose that Jesse does on Woody <laughs> in Toy Story Two before before the prospector breaks them up. That's great. That's just everybody knows that that's the submissive pose for Woody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that his two best friends he got into a fight with both of them. I know before they it's... became friends. I mean, that's just how it rolls when you're friends with Woody. <laughs> also, Woody is just, Woody is not good at defending himself. He's not. He's literally, when Sid describes him as a wimpy cowboy doll, that is exactly what he is. He's a wimpy cowboy doll. <laughs> and I mean, he says, he says to Buzz, you want a piece of me? And then Buzz immediately punches him in the face. <laughs> And I want to say that that's like every person that can't defend themselves. They talk a talk and they act tough. But as soon as push comes to shove, they get beat up. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Buzz and probably Jesse, too, are both a lot stronger than Woody is. Like, I don't know. And 
Woody, too, tries to fight Jesse in Toy Story 2 with only one arm. I'm like, what are you... How do you think you're going to win this? Exactly. You're not strong to begin with. And then you're handicapped now because they took off your arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. he's He needs help. He is a mess, frankly. Woody needs an intervention is what he needs. He needs anchor management. He needs an intervention. He needs therapy. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yes, for sure. Anyway, at 1 minute 44 seconds, Woody runs after the van for a few steps before stopping and wondering, doesn't he realize I'm not there? He gasps and he covers his mouth in shock and exclaims, I'm lost. I'm a lost toy and falls to the ground crying. We see a shot from above the gas station and then a shot of Buzz in front of the gas pump as he's opening his wrist communicator and the clip ends there. In the background, one of the buildings you can see that's like across the street from the gas station is, I assume, it says virtual realty on it. So I assume it's the virtual realty offices. (laughs) Oh, probably from their house. Yeah. That's funny. I like that they threw that in there instead of just making a generic building or something. Yeah, I never, I'd never seen that before. That's really cute. I like that shot that's like from way above the gas station Mm -hmm. at the end. The second to last shot in this clip. I really like that shot because you can see just how tiny Buzz and Woody are down there. Yeah, it gives you a perspective like, okay, they're, they're small. They're just like little bitty toys. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Just thinking about it. Like sometimes I look at my dog. He's like a little chihuahua mutt mix. I don't know what he is. I call him a mutt. (laughs) (laughs) And I look at him sometimes and he's way down there at my feet. I'm like, you probably think I'm like some sort of giant or something. He just (laughs) looks at me and wags his little tail. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so tiny. I feel like it's easy to forget sometimes how small the toys are just because we're seeing most of the movie from their perspective. Right, yeah. But, like, Woody's only, like, 16 inches, I think, tall? Mm -hmm. Something like that? Something like that, yeah. So they're, like, the very standard, you know, action figure size. I think my signature collection, Woody, is about 16 inches. I Just looking at him, I would guess. Right, yeah, he's definitely taller than a Barbie doll, which is, (laughs) I want to say 12 inches tall, 11 or 12 inches. Yeah. So, yeah. I noticed in the shot of Buzz in front of the gas pump that the the gas price is $1.29. And I'm like, oh, man. I miss those prices. (laughs) Can we go back to that, please? I think it was like $2.80-something. (laughs) <laughs> the other day. Oh gosh. Here. I I just put gas in my car and it was 301. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not fun. I was at a quarter tank. I put $30 in and it didn't even put it all the way to the F. I was like, man, I'm not gonna drive anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing 
at least I, th- I think it's my last thing. <laughs> Can we talk about Woody's character growth going from in this scene being terrified and like crying over being a lost toy to the end of Toy Story 4 where he chooses to be a lost toy? Spoiler alert. I do. Yeah, I like the, the growth. Because in the first movie, you see that he's very self-centered. He only cares about him being Andy's favorite toy. And he'll pretty much do anything to stay at that spot. He's very comfortable and complacent. He doesn't want to change. And he doesn't like anybody to try to like disrupt or change that. And then at the end of the movie, in Toy Story 4, you see how he's like, oh, well, I'm selfless now. Like, he's willing to, another spoiler alert, give up his voice box. And, you I know. I feel like anyone who's listening to this podcast has probably seen Toy Story 4. <laughs> I should hope so. If you have not, I apologize for ruining everything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted. What were you saying? Oh, but yeah, he's like selfless and he cares about, you know, everybody, but then he's willing to go and be a lost toy. Yeah, when like before that was one of his greatest fears. Exactly. I just love his character growth over the four movies. I know. I, as much as I love the character growth, I still like, love the sassiness and the rudeness of toy story one yes (laughs) it's my favorite yeah Yeah, i do too well that's all i have about this that's all i have too (laughs) i'm really excited to talk about the next next clip but we don't get to do that for (laughs) a week or so yes but i am very excited about it Mm-hmm. Me too. Should we just go ahead and wrap it up? I say yes. All right, then. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.